Hi, I'm Caleb. This is my mommy's podcast. If you like it, would you please share it, subscribe, and give her a review? I know she'll be very grateful. Thanks, and have an awesome, great, awesome, great, awesome day. Welcome to The Faint Wick. I'm Melissa Strickland. I'm just sitting here this morning, listening to the rain pouring down outside. Unfortunately, this is a super-duper microphone that isolates my voice, so you can't hear this maelstrom going on around me, but I wish you could, because truly, there's such a beauty in the violent intensity of it. It rained like this yesterday morning, too, and After I dropped my daughter off at school, I got to drive home in it along the Blue Ridge Parkway. And can I just stop for a minute and say what a blessing it is to be able to have the Blue Ridge Parkway as part of your school commute? My little mountain kids are so spoiled. I just sunk myself into it while paying attention to the road, of course, kind of like I'm doing now. And everything felt good and peaceful. After I dropped my daughter off, I always stopped back home on the way to work to check on my husband Robinson's morning. Sometimes he's awake and stirring around, and sometimes it takes a while for him to muster the energy and enough strength in his legs to be able to get out of bed. Well, yesterday... I walked in the door and found my precious husband sitting in his wheelchair in the living room, and it wasn't a good morning. He was in severe pain in the middle of his spine, and he said his arms and legs felt like concrete blocks were attached to them. His multiple sclerosis was flaring up as it so often does in the morning, which meant His nervous system was crashing, for lack of a better word. The fatigue was overwhelming, and he was having noticeable cognitive issues. When these days come, we usually just say he's having a bad MS day. But really, it can be a devastating MS day. It can quickly become an overwhelming and vile MS day. After doing what I could to get things in order for him, I asked if he would be okay if I left for work. Not only did he say yes, but he added that, in fact, he didn't want me there because he didn't want me to have to see him in such bad shape. I told him I would check on him in a few hours, and he just stared at me with a blank look on his face. He couldn't cognitively process what I was saying, so I repeated it again and again and again until he finally nodded. The right corner of his mouth was drooping, and 
his eyes told me he still wasn't completely understanding the plan. But I turned around. I turned my back to him to leave. And I felt overwhelmed with guilt. Those kinds of mornings are so hard. I just want to stay there with him, even though there's nothing I could really do to make things better, but I have to leave him. I work for amazing people at an amazing organization, and they are so sweet and compassionate about our situation. But let's face it, if I stayed home on all of his bad days, I probably wouldn't be able to keep the job that supports my family. So I got in my car to leave for work, but before I headed out, I just sat there in the driveway and closed my eyes and listened to the rain. I don't know about you, but I try very hard to never cry about the challenges of disease and disability in front of my loved one. I know it's only going to make him feel worse than he already does about the toll this disease has taken on all of us. So instead, I have figured out the perfect way to get it out of my system. I cry in the shower. I also sing loudly in the shower. So so basically, the shower is the chamber of horrible noises. I have always loved to take long showers and hot baths. I would take three or four a day if I could. So Robinson doesn't suspect a thing when I say, I just want to spend some time in the shower. And then I can cry in there with the sound of the water muffling out everything else. And when I get out, no one ever questions my red, watery eyes. It's really quite brilliant, if I do say so myself. What is it about water? Rain, hot showers, that can encourage us to purge ourselves and helps us calm down. How many of you also take comfort in a hot bath after a long, hard day? Maybe some of you don't have that option. Can't take that time for yourself. For me, I think it's all about the idea of being washed. In Luke chapter 7, we read about a sinful woman who washed the feet of Jesus with her tears, and he forgave her sins. And I just love this. Jesus actually said this about what her act of washing his feet with her tears represented. Her sins, which are many, he said, are forgiven, for she loved much. And of course, we all know that Jesus himself washed the feet of his disciples in an amazing demonstration of humility and love. We're not at the point with Robinson's disease where he needs my help with bathing, but I know 
Many caregivers bear this responsibility every day, whether for your loved one or maybe a patient of yours. And I imagine it can be really hard. There's just the physical challenge of transferring another human being from a wheelchair into a tub and then back again, which sounds pretty backbreaking. But then there's the tenderness of washing someone, someone who needs you because there's no way they could do it for themselves. They're stripped down and completely vulnerable. And by washing them, you're meeting such a basic human need and protecting their health and preserving their dignity. I'm sure it's a struggle. And I know that I may have that same struggle someday. But what a beautiful representation you are of Christ's tender, cleansing grace, which elevates us in our vulnerability and shame and shows us our true worth and beauty. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 21, Paul describes Jesus as a high priest over the house of God. Now that's a capital H, capital P high priest. Then, starting with verse 22, he goes on to say, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Never forget, dear friends, that God loves you enough to make you clean. Jesus suffered death on the cross to make you clean. And by clean, I mean spotless, pure, pristine, holy. The moment you turn in faith to Christ, your hearts are sprinkled from an evil conscience and your bodies are washed with pure water. And because of that, on those really bad days, those days when you can't make the pain stop, when you have to turn your back and walk away, when the guilt feels like it's going to consume you, you can listen to the rain and cry big old crocodile tears and know that even in that moment, the high priest over the house of God claims you as his own He'll wash you, and you can know that he who promised is faithful. As I headed out to work yesterday, leaving my physically hurting and mentally discombobulated husband sitting in his wheelchair in the living room, I had my mindset that it was going to be a bad day. 
but I got through it without anyone suspecting how hard the morning had been. It takes a lot of energy to fake that much joy and confidence. Any of you with me on that? The being upness is so draining, especially when you're old like me. But at one point, I really just needed to get away for a little bit to stabilize myself, you know? I had a raging headache, and my eyelids were puffy and sore from crying on the way into the office. And, and by the way, allergies can be a very useful excuse when questioned. That's just a, a friendly little faint wick tip. I took some head, headache medicine and drove out to this beautiful overlook on the Blue Ridge Parkway. And I stared out at the glorious mountains that were barely poking through the fog. And I turned on the radio and closed my eyes and heard rock of ages cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy riven side which flowed be of sin the double cure. Save me from its guilt and power. And I just felt compelled to ask God, please wash me. Wash it all away. My guilt, my anxiety, my self-doubt, my fear of what the future might hold. And then I felt it. My heart and mind and soul being washed. The fog was lifting even as the rain continued to pour down. And it was beautiful. And there was peace. I was still drained and my head still ached and my eyelids still hurt. But there was peace. My circumstances hadn't changed, but he had washed everything else away. The pain of watching my husband suffer, the guilt at leaving him sitting there alone and hurting, the burden of helplessness. For that moment, it was just gone. Whether you're caring for a sick or disabled loved one, or you're a nurse who works long hours and sees unimaginable suffering every single day, and then has to go home and be up, or maybe someone you love deeply is in the throes of addiction and you just have to leave them sitting there because there's really no other option. Or maybe you're just stressed out by how hard life can be sometimes. Jesus, whose love for us was so great that he willingly suffered unto death to wash away our sins, that same Jesus can also wash away the guilt, the anguish, the anxiety, the fear. 
He is the rock of ages. And he bids us to come and hide ourselves in him. And of course, then I raced home and told Robinson that we just had to sing Rock of Ages together. As we go through this next week, my caregiving friends, can we agree that we're going to draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water? Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Here's Rock of Ages. If you know the words, sing along. And if you don't know the words, press pause and Google them and sing along. Because if you do, I really, really think it will bless your day. Rock of Ages Cliff for me Let me hide myself in thee Let the water and the blood From thy river side which flow Be of sin Save me from its guilt and power Not the labor of my hands Can fulfill thy lost demand Nothing in my hands I bring Simply to thy cross I cling Naked come to thee for dress Helpless look to thee for grace Foul I to the fountain fly Wash me, Savior, or I die While I draw 
fleeting breath When mine eyes shall close in death When I soar to worlds unknown See the on the judgment throne, rock of ages, clear for me. Let me hide myself in thee. This is Melissa's daughter Mona. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and review. Thanks a lot.